Hey everyone, it's Josh here, and you're listening to Marketing Major, a podcast created to help students get a more local, modern, and exciting take on the marketing world. Our next guest on the podcast is Angelina Cho, who oversees the fastest growing department in the fastest growing agency in the fastest growing segment of marketing. Now that's a big statement, but the fastest growing department is digital media and the fastest growing agency is none other than FKA, an Edmonton based agency ranked number 150 on Canada's growth 500 list and the fastest growing segment of marketing. That's also digital media, which is why we are thrilled to have Angelina here today manager of all digital media at FKA to help introduce us to the digital media landscape and the opportunities out there in Edmonton. Welcome to the show, Angelina. I'm happy to be here. So after graduating from the U of A as a marketing major, when was the first time you were exposed to the digital media? And I'm wondering what the landscape was like at that time. Uh, So when I first graduated from university, there was no such thing as Instagram and Twitter and Facebook were probably very new. So I think Twitter was out maybe for three years and Facebook for maybe five, which probably dates me a little bit. 2009. Yeah. Yeah, So back then there wasn't the Snapchats or the Instagram or any of the social media platforms. Um, But my first job was actually in radio. And we did a little bit of digital media and that was purely buying like little display ads on the sites of the stations and that was pretty much it. So there was not much at the time that I graduated. So it has come a long way even in a few years. (laughs) So um, there was no digital media at that time in, in terms of scale. And my career, like right now, it came to this point because I just was trying out different things. So after I graduated from university, I actually took a year and a half to teach English in Korea. Okay. Um, so I didn't jump right into it. But I think that experience kind of like opened a lot of doors for me when I came right. back. Um, but I did, like I said, I started in radio, helping out with the sales team there, so doing a lot of market research, helping out with the sales team and things like that. And that introduced me to digital, which was like just helping the teams come up with packages to kind of sell it. But at that point, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. But when I was in radio, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I don't really know if this is what I want to do. So I went and did my MBA. And so that I took a year off to do that because if you have your BCom, you can do an accelerated program, which I did. And then after I graduated, I was like, okay, I really like marketing, but maybe radio wasn't my thing. So I got a job at a digital media agency purely for car dealerships. And okay. so that's where I started digital media. And um, all we did in, in that job was um, Google. Right. And so um, that was my first real experience doing hands-on stuff with online. And I really liked it. And um, it was like very analytical, very um, number, like a lot of numbers, a lot of everything. And it wasn't anything that I expected, but something that I really enjoyed. Um, and then all of a sudden this opportunity at FK came up. And so I was like, well, why not? And I gave it a shot. And it was like night and day from my first digital job. So (laughs) right now it's like everything, it's strategy, it's um, using multiple platforms, using like very different technologies. Um, And so like in three years, we went from a team of one that started with myself to now five, and now we're hopefully going to have a sixth. So it just has come a long way in a few years. But um, it was just, I think, like getting to the place I am at right now is just by trying things out, seeing what I like, seeing what I don't like, and just trying to like find that place that works. So I I don't think anyone can like say that they start out with a job and they're like, I know this is going to be my life. This is going right. to be, yeah, this is going to be great. And I think especially with marketing, it's hard to know that because there's so many different facets you can go into. Um, but for me, just like, it's just trying things out and not being afraid to like jump around a little bit at the beginning to see right. what worked. And um, 
and like not really being committed to having like a job right after school, I think actually helped me, which I think a lot of people are scared to do. Yeah, I was just gonna say that can be yeah. scary sometimes. It's just kind of like, yeah. And I think like being in Korea where it's like way advanced than here, I right. think it was probably something that I didn't even think about back then, but probably helped me today to know that there's all these technologies there that we probably aren't even using um, right now. But I think that probably helped me kind of get into the place I'm at today. Right. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Uh, so just so we're all on the same page, I think there's a few different definitions of digital media out mm-hmm. there. Can you explain what digital media is and all the areas that it touches? Yeah, um, digital media is a lot of things. The thing I think I can say it's not is I think a lot of people who apply for jobs thinks it's social media. So creating right. the content, um, coming up with like cool social media ideas, and it's not that. We're purely doing advertising using different platforms. So you could use social media, you can use Google ads, you can use YouTube and things like that, but it's all paid media. Um, we're not coming up with these crazy concepts. That's a different department. What we're doing right. is we're we're finding our audience, figuring out what platforms we wanna use and then using advertising to reach those people with messages that we think will speak to them. Um, so uh, it's it's a lot. So I can like give you kind of a day in the life of, of one of the digital media yeah. people. Yeah, sure, we could jump um, into that. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess the two different entry-level positions. Yeah, I think it helps explain it. So with digital media, you have your planning. So a a client comes to you and you're like, they're like, we have X amount of money and our objective is let's increase sales or we want to get more people to complete a form or it could be I want branding. So part of that is you come up with a plan to say you should be using Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or maybe you should just be using Google search. Um, And so you come up with a plan to do that and then you kind of execute it. So you have to set those all up in the platforms. So the planning part is usually going to be a strategist, like a little bit more senior person because they know what works, they know what to look for. Um, The coordinator then will come in and they'll kind of help with the actual execution. So setting that up and working with the strategist and finding out who should they be targeting. So like on all these platforms, there's gonna be things like, do you wanna target people with interest in dogs? Or do you wanna target people with interest in in forestry or something like that? So the coordinator will help the strategist find those things and set up all the ads to target those people. And then as the campaign is running, the most important part is like looking at the results and seeing what's happening when these things are live. And so that's typically being done by the strategist and, and sometimes a coordinator if they're taking if they're managing like a smaller campaign okay. um, and making little tweaks here and there to your targeting to make sure the right people are seeing it, to make sure people are interacting with your ads and things like that. So that is like kind of done between anyone who's who's running it. And then at the end, it's all the reporting. Um, so it's hard really to define like what a digital media coordinator and strategist does, but I think right. that the strategists themselves are like um, are a little bit more experienced. They kind of know a little bit more of the high level picture. So um, usually the digital media coordinators are just new to digital media, so they're doing like a lot of the setup and helping the strategists with the execution of everything. Um, and so it's just um, people get to the strategist place by starting out as a coordinator. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was like either you go with strategist or like coordinator. Role, no, but that makes more sense. Yeah, so I was wondering how you'd have that kind of experience in the strategy side. Yeah, so um, I think like the two of the coordinators that we have in our office were both new to digital media. So okay. they, uh, I think that's a great base to learn how to do everything because you're helping out with a lot of stuff. And then the coordinators are working on a lot of accounts and 
both of them have been, been with us for like a little bit over a year or close to a year. And so as they learn, they get more responsibilities and they can start managing the smaller campaigns. But the strategists themselves are doing a lot more high level execution, okay. working with the creative team and figuring out um, what would work best in reaching the audience. So um, the strategist would be a little bit more senior than a coordinator. Right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then for the coordinator, then, if that's an entry level position, where do they spend their most time in terms of like platforms and like, is there anything you'd suggest they get familiar with before? Yeah, I think like the two key ones are Google and Facebook. So um, a lot of the times when a coordinator starts, we just do a lot of training in the first couple months. So doing your AdWords certifications and your Facebook um, training as well. And so I think that if you wanted to jump into it, it's great to like just have that base of knowing kind of how Google AdWords works on Facebook. But like a lot of the stuff um, a lot of things that I say to uh, the team is you can't really learn it until you're, you start working in it. Right. So you could read all this literature on it, but um, when it, at the end of the day, it comes down to just doing it and you're going to learn on the job. But when you have that foundation of just simple ideas of how things work on the back end of Google and the back end of Facebook, it'll help you kind of understand a little bit faster. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So if you're going to be a digital media coordinator, what kind of resources are out there? Like I'm wondering how, if you're in like your third or fourth year of business, how you should best go about planning for that? Um, so I don't think like, so in school, um, I don't think we've, I don't really know about today, but I'm pretty sure that digital media is not something that you learned in school. No, I, I still don't think it is. Definitely. Yeah. It's more like a PowerPoint slider. Yeah. Too. Kind of, yeah, and then, and then they move on. Yeah, um, so what I always recommend is just there's so many blogs out there um, from people like Hannapin or Search Engine Journal and things like that that um, I think anyone can follow. Um, it's a little bit hard to understand when you don't really know um, how it actually works, but I think a lot of the blogs that they have out there are super helpful for people in the industry, and I think that even students could kind of get a better understanding of the technicalities behind things and how complex right. it really is because I don't think a lot of people realize how analytical digital media is and so a lot of these resources are telling you like the new things that are coming out to help you with analysis and helping you with things like that or it's telling you new platforms or new ad formats that are coming out and so it really helps us keep up to date on everything because everything is changing like things change month to month, day to day. And so right. it's hard to keep up. But if you're keeping on top of it, then that's going to give you a upper hand when you kind of come out of school and you're trying to find a job when you have that insight. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was thinking too, because like Colin, who we will also interview, mm -hmm. he started as a digital media coordinator, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was wondering, do programs kind of like, because there's operations management where we learn kind of more like data analysis type things. Does that help in like the Excel format or is that not something that's used often? I think that was one of the big um, reasons why Colin was great uh, when he first started is because he had that foundation of Excel and just data analysis because um, we are looking at a lot of numbers like um, I don't know if people have seen AdWords, but if you look in AdWords, all it is is like a list of numbers of clicks and impressions and things like that. And so our job is to look at those numbers and do data analysis to make sure we're, we're finding trends and finding key points that we can be tweaking and sharing with the clients. Okay. So I think Excel and just data analysis in general is pretty important. And then um, sometimes even like statistics, because when you're doing A-B testing, um, we use tools that talk about like, the um, 
like the bell curve and like right. the probability of it being like a successful the next time. So I think just getting an understanding of all of that is going to help you understand stuff when the results come out, which I think when I was in school, I was like, we don't need stats or yeah. whatever. But yeah, but now I'm like, hey, maybe it was really important just to know what it all meant. Because when those results come out of those tests, you're like, okay, I actually understand what that means. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point too, because mm-hmm. even in marketing, I think it kind of in business school, it's kind of seen as like the easier route mm-hmm. where you don't really do like a lot of the analytics and stuff. But it was cool to me that there's like a, a subset of marketing that exists that's very analytical and like mathematical. In yeah, sense. yeah, it's funny because like um, so the strategist and I were t- talking um, yesterday and we're just like, yeah, I don't think people realize like this isn't a pretty job. Like we're not. Um, we're not the part of marketing where it's coming up with like, yeah, like I said, like crazy concepts, but, um, we do look at numbers every day. We're managing budgets every day. Like, um, it's, it's very number heavy, but at the same time, we're still planning and strategizing. But the only way we can get to planning really strong campaigns is if we are able to analyze the numbers and see what's going on. And if something's successful, um, so without that foundation of data and, um, all the analysis that we're doing, we wouldn't be able to come up with great plans if that wasn't that wasn't part of our job. Yeah, is that, is that why you enjoy digital media so much? Is it's that kind of like backbone to the campaign? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like um, like the digital media team kind of holds all that data that we can share with everyone else to help everybody. So, um, like. Google came up with the number saying that like 70% of creative drives digital. And so it's nice to know that like whatever we're doing on our side for digital media sites, it helps the creative teams come up with better ads. Cause if we're like, oh, this is, we're seeing a decrease in this trend or we're seeing this really work well, we can share those insights with everybody and make things so much better. So I think it's just, um, I really like the analytical part because you make one change and you can see the immediate right. impact of it. Yeah. So it's, I find like it's a geeky thing, but I love it. <laughs> like I love seeing the like the increases and sometimes maybe not. Like sometimes you're going to see stuff fail from a right. change, but it's all about learning and adapting and just changing it as you go because you have that flexibility to do so. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I guess we can jump into like the bigger picture things. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the current digital media landscape and how things have changed recently? Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, I mean, even over a year, like we're seeing way more advertisers in the landscape now. So um, when you were dealing with, I mean, maybe not last year, but like over over the years, like five years ago, you wouldn't have seen all these retailers on, on Facebook or Instagram, or you wouldn't have seen like the government's on, on these social channels. And I think that um, the personalization of the messaging is done through digital. So you can speak to people who would be interested in your message and in what you have to say through digital. And I think that's the biggest change is like, is how personalized you can get. You can tailor um, your campaigns to um, one market and then speak to another one with a different um, message in there. So I think it's just changed a lot in the fact that people know now know what ads are online. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before you're just like, it just was kind of like something in passing. Like it's just like, okay, whatever. But now I think it's almost a disruption. So advertisers today in digital media have to find out a way to not make that a huge disruption and make it something that people actually want to see and interact with. So I think that's has been the biggest change. 
And I think it's just keeping up with all the changes that are happening. Like platforms like Google are always changing. So it's like, okay, so what we did last year, even five months ago on those platforms are changing and how you have to set everything up, how you have to optimize, how you have to analyze your data is all changing and the way that they're measuring things are always changing. Um, so it's it's like it's not even like a year to year thing. It's almost like a month to month thing where things are changing. And so um, it's like a very exciting job because of that. Like and it's hard to keep up like there's right, so yeah. like Amazon is such a huge player. And I don't think people um, probably like locally at, at least have not really jumped onto that yet. But in the States, like Amazon is like the third highest ad platform for um, companies right now. And so, um, there's just major players coming into, into the space as well. And so it's just, yeah, it's just crazy how, how different it is out there. But, um, I think it's just trying to keep abreast of everything and making sure that we're, even though we're not using some platforms, being aware of how it works. Um, so I think that's been the hugest change is just the addition of so many things and of so many people now like turning, having ad blockers and right. like not wanting to really see your ads. So I think um, advertisers are having a much more difficult time of figuring out ways to reach those people with um, effective marketing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good point. And uh, in terms of like the big players like Google and Facebook, mm-hmm. do you think that is there going to be a switch in the landscape that like Facebook and the way they handle their business? Do you ever see that like the rankings kind of change? Amazon taking over like Facebook's position or something like that? I could definitely see Amazon taking over um, for retailers like yeah. for Facebook because I think that Amazon um, has more direct results in terms of getting the sales. But I think that Facebook, um, who also owns Instagram, they're coming up with a lot, a lot of different tools to help do more things for like advertisers that I think is in response to people like Google and Amazon coming up with things. So people always say like Facebook is a dying, like a dying (laughs) platform, but I'm like, I don't know. Like it might not be the younger generation that's on Facebook, but you still have a very, um, we st- well, at least from our side, we see a lot of like older demographics interacting with it. Um, so if we're not targeting millennials, and we still want like the older demographic to interact with it. It's a great platform to use, but even like I think young people are still using. I still use Facebook. Yeah, I no, just use it's it for even, different things. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like yeah, you don't. It's not like the all-encompassing like social media that it used to be because yeah. of Instagram mostly. But mm. yeah, I think it still plays a big role. Yeah, and I think people use different platforms for different things. Like right. I go on Instagram to to view content, so you make sure like the advertising that's on Instagram is very like content having is very nice and it the like the images that you're using are are in line with the Instagram content versus Facebook you're kind of there just to get updates and and then people are using memes and everything <laughs> so it's like you could use the platforms differently and I think that if you're using them properly um, it's not gonna be going away soon I just think that you have to then be aware of the things that are coming up and making sure, making sure you're also in on those other channels so I mean, we always say like if a person's doing TV commercials or a newspaper flyer, that's like great, but you need to have multiple touch points because not what every every person is not going to be just watching TV or just on Facebook or just on Instagram. They're on all multiple channels. So making sure you're everywhere so you have those touch points is going to be more effective than just like focusing on one. Yeah, it's crazy how even you can be on like multiple platforms at one time. Like people will be like on their phone while watching like Netflix or like, you know, yeah. might not even be actively watching like Netflix or yeah. you know, be like passively consuming content. Yeah. So. And I think that's one of the things that um, 
that a lot of advertisers are doing now is you can see strategies where they're doing a TV commercial, but because, you know, people are also on their phones, it's like, go to you like Facebook, like the commercial is actually saying like, enter this into your phone and then we'll <laughs> like give you a credit or whatever. So I think that people understand that like you are, people are more distracted, like our attention spans are much smaller. Right. So how do we effectively do that? And so I think the strategies that are coming out are, are much more complex. And I think the technologies that are out there allow us to do that too, though. So I think, um, yeah, it's just crazy because everything is now accessible. Like before, if we needed to find something out, it was like, call your mom or you like look in the newspaper. And now it's like at the, at the tip of your fingertips, you're like, where do I get this? And you can find it immediately. And so I think it's just, yeah, you just have to make sure you're there. Yeah. They're looking for it. Oh, that's awesome. And I was also thinking too, like jumping back to that digital media coordinator mm-hmm. and kind of like the change and the pace of the digital media, like industry, I find like some people really like to have like something that doesn't change and they can kind of like master it. Mm -hmm. But what skills and like almost traits of a person do you look for coming into digital media? Yeah, so there's like a lot of things that I look for. So I don't necessarily, for me personally, I don't look, I didn't hire both my coordinators because they had digital experience. None of them did. Like one of them came from HR. Right. And then one of them um, just came straight out of university. But um, I like look for analytical skills like even if it's not strong just the fact that they're be interested in it that's like one of the key things also communication because um our jobs aren't just i mean no matter where you go whether it's for an agency or a company for itself you're gonna have to be able to explain those results and explain what you're seeing so being able to communicate that effectively is super important um and i think just ambition um just being able to like have that drive to find those things like everything's changing so um, I can't always be like are you looking at this are you looking at this you have to have that drive and the ambition to be able to like get to a place where you're like okay yeah I want to I want to find out more about this and I want to learn more more about that so I think the continuous learning comes from ambition so I think that's one of the key traits I look for as well Um, and then attention to detail is super important digital media because um, you're dealing with budgets like from the hundreds to the millions and so um making sure you're like attention to detail, the way that you're like looking at the way things are set up, how you're setting budgets and things like that. That's super important, but that's things that, um, those are like the five-ish things that I think are most important. And then the rest you'll learn. Right. I feel like um, the main skills though is just like people are just willing to learn and come in and be like, okay, this is like fresh plate. Like just, just being a little bit more vulnerable and knowing that like you're not going to be an expert I think is good and just being open to learning about everything because that's like you can't really learn any other way um, but I think that ambition thing is like super important because if you're, if you're helping a client with something or you're helping your company with something ambition drives that right right yeah, yeah. so I think um, if you come in and just are like set it forget it like you don't have any of that drive it's not gonna help anybody so yeah. um, I think just having that kind of that drive is gonna help like for a long for a long yeah. time yeah so you need the a from FK yes <laughs> yes you definitely and then you need yeah fun and knowledge too but yeah, yeah. definitely need the ambition <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome well I think that's all the questions I have for you today um, is there Anything that students should be on the lookout for, like in terms of like local events around digital media or anything like that to get involved? Yeah, I think 
Yeah, it's tough because there's not a lot of digital media specific right. things. Um, but I know that like Ace sometimes have like digital focus. Digital Alberta also has right, um, yeah. stuff that comes out as well. Um, and I know that they have like they have um, some conferences that come up here and there. So it is hard. But I've had students reach out to me like through, through email or whatever, through LinkedIn and just asking me to talk and like seeing what they would need to do to get to to get a job in digital media. Like even if they're not interested in an agency, I think that they're just interested in knowing, but there's no real resource to like have to like get that information. So right. like you can email people in the industry and I'm sure people would help out. Um, and I think digital media is still a, like, it's not new per se, but it's, it's a growing um, facet of marketing. And I don't necessarily think that there are a lot of real resources for students to go to, to be like, Oh, I want to learn this, especially in the Edmonton market. I'm like, there's like a small group of agencies who are doing it. And so it's hard to really like find that. So I would say like just a lot of networking is super important just because that's how you're going to learn and see what opportunities are out there. So that would be like my number one thing is just networking, going to events and our digital focus and just reaching out to people in the industry because I think everyone is here to help students or help everyone out. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Well, how can our listeners contact you then if they have any questions yeah. about digital? Or? Um, so you guys could just like email me um, at my work email. So yeah. um, it's acho at fka.agency. Um, or like reach out to me on LinkedIn, like you just, just search Angelina Cho, you'll probably find me. So yeah, I'm totally open. So if anyone wanted to, they could definitely reach out and I can help them out. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast yeah. today. That was awesome. Thank you. This episode was produced by myself, Josh Radistitz, and the team at UAMA Productions. If you like this episode, leave us a rating and share it with your friends. It helps everyone discover the show. Keep an eye out on UAMA's social or subscribe for our upcoming episode. Thank you.